Welcome, Welcome to Pisces Rising. Rising. I'm Ash. And I'm Heather. We want to talk about astrology with you. Go deep or go home. Hey everyone! Welcome to Pisces Rising. Hello, we're here to talk to you about Mars. Mars going into Leo. Mars is so in charge right now. Yes, Mars entered Leo today, June 11th, and it will be there until July 29th. So what I find, especially with this particular transit, is the first, like, I don't know, week at the zero and one degree, you're, you really feel it. You feel like the initiation of it. It usually feels good. But Mars likes to be in Leo, and this is just a really fiery placement. So it kind of starts out and sets up for this feelings of um, frustrations transmuted to feelings of motivation, especially in the beginnings of these degrees. So it's not all out like rage or release by any means. Um, Leos are, you know, happy sign. They like courage. When they blow, they definitely like tower it up. But all in all, the beginning of this is going to just be fiery and lovely and expressive, really, really expressive, especially right now as the sun is in Gemini. You know, it's going to be kind of creating this very vocal dynamic. People, you know, it's going to kind of um, rise above the mercurial energy, mercury in retrograde right now, and just bring this really talkative, personable energy, this like initiation, this need to share and need to express without having it be too dampened with sensitivities or heaviness. Absolutely. I think that, well, my, my natal Mars is in Leo and I really like that placement of mine. It's one of my, maybe one of my favorite placements in my chart because Mars and Leo is really good at acting out of joy and acting from a sense of self-confidence. It's just sort of naturally instilled. And when that's the overcast for all of us, I think it's a little easier for the person who doesn't have Mars in Leo in their birth chart to access that type of natural belief in the self and the kind of joy and optimism that things might work out if you take action. And coming out of Mars and Cancer, that is a debilitated placement for Mars. So I think overall, we're going to notice an increase in Mars energy, Mars being able to express itself more freely in Leo, because as Heather said, Mars likes Leo. It likes to be there because it's kind of a natural fiery placement for Mars to be. It can express itself physically and through the energy of kind of pride and self-confidence. But the key with Mars and Leo is to not become too prideful because there is that sort of natural confidence and belief in the self, but sometimes if Mars can get kind of negatively aspected, it can make it so it's easier to feel like you know better than other people, or it can separate you from others in that way, just because pride can go too far at times. That's a great description. Like, generally, what Ash just said that description could, you know, fit in anywhere and be very helpful information to know. Mars is, Mars and pride definitely are like holding hands and pride could be 
challenging um, and limited for any situation. Um, but with the Mars and Leo, that situation is going to be extroverted. It's going to come out and be expressed. And even people carrying a Mars and water or earth that might not normally express their um, frustrations or their passions are going to be now. It's going to activate it for all of us. Um, the other thing is Mars, especially in Leo, is going to bring a vitality, a uh, physical energy, a charge. Mars is charged anyway. It's a very charged planet. And I feel like it activates the metabolism and activates your physical body and your endurance and your strength of will. And Leo is all about strength of will and they are a joyful sign. They're also a sign of desire. And Mars is also a planet that really um, likes desire, but harnesses it in a way that's pretty direct. So it's not this, oh, I don't know what I want. It's like an epiphany of a lightning struck of, I know what I want and I'm just gonna go and burst into action. And as the degrees move on, there's it, it's going to get a little intenser. It's going to get a little heavier. The, the first couple degrees are light, they're active, they're exciting in any sign, but especially in fire signs. Um, as the planet acclimates to what it's in and the sign acclimates to the planet, it becomes more comfortable and gets deeper into the degrees. It starts to bring out a little more of the what could be perceived as negative qualities, as especially as we get to the critical degree. And it's not saying that it always does this, but the deeper you go into this fixed fire sign, the deeper the energy is going to get. So in the beginning, when you feel that like, oh, this is frustrating, I need to change it right now, and you could take the action, when you get about to like the 15 degree point, it might feel like a frustration without even thinking about an action you can take to resolve the situation or move past from it. So it does get a little heavier and with signs that Mars doesn't like, it might not feel as intense or it just might feel more of a silent discomfort. But with this Leo energy, and it's almost a blessing actually that right now Mercury's in Gemini in retrograde, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's going to move to Cancer. So the, Mar the Mercury being in Cancer then and the Mars being in Leo is going to at least water it down a tad bit, but still there is a possibility for expression in a more volatile or reactive nature in about two, three weeks from now when you become frustrated. And it's going to feel very different than the beginning degrees of Leo, where now it's like end of school, time to party, time to have fun and go into your summer. Yes, I think that in two weeks is when Mars will actually move into opposition with Saturn and square Uranus. That's uh, around like July 1st through the 3rd. So that's going to add to that volatile energy. Those three planets together are kind of explosive and can create some possible aggression. It's going to be good to balance ourselves during that time and to get grounded because that can really create some strange explosions of energy if you're not 
expressing yourself regularly. I think if you keep bottling stuff up, it can especially come exploding out when Mars moves into square with Uranus. For, for so many reasons, too. You have Mars and Uranus that are very active planets that are squaring each other. And then Saturn, which is not really an active planet, but because it's in Aquarius and then squaring Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, it's going to get gritty. It's going to get, I don't know, it almost feels like a knife to me or like a jab. This like, all right, I am so frustrated. I don't know what else to do except move my body or have a temper tantrum. So the energy, the key to this energy, especially with the dates that Ash is talking about, is to move your body. That is going to help great significantly because if things get pent up with these planets, Uranus is going to want to release it. Mars is going to want to release it. Saturn is not going to be able to keep it down because it's in Aquarius. So there's this like, you know, opportunity to like, projectile vomit this energy all over the place if you don't move if you, you if you sit and you allow the frustration to consume you you're gonna feel a little bit explosive it's not gonna be it's not gonna be something that's easy to control so moving is the key to releasing this energy because it's not about thinking about it too much the planets are creating this energy that is very, very frustrating, but it's also very, very brief. And the reactions you have during those dates could create long-term consequences that are very unnecessary if you end up having a temper tantrum in the mall because you can't get your phone fixed. You know, you might go months without a phone or something. So um, the it's basically what I'm trying to say is it's a lot harder to self-reflect when these planets are squaring each other. They're not about mm. self-reflection. They're about extroversion. And Mars has a reflective quality to it after you throw it out there and have the experience. Then you reflect on it because then you have the experience of it. It's not like the moon or Saturn where you ponder it. In order for Mars to understand what it's doing, it has to do it. And sometimes it has to do it three or four times because Mars doesn't really like consequences and doesn't necessarily pay attention to them. If you think of an Aries, which is ruled by Mars, how many Aries do you know that are like, oh, that didn't work. I'm just going to try it again the exact same way. <laughs> so the Mars is also not afraid to change. And if you can... Harness the power of the change Mars brings. And specifically when Mars is in Leo, if you can harness the power of specific things that Leo does, that Leo would do in Mars. So for example, Mars in Leo is a great time to lose weight, to come up with an exercise routine or a physical routine, um, to dance, to express, to perform. Mm. So if these things are done and you consciously are going to work with the planet, these are the ways to work with it, the planet and what it's in, then when the planet begins to aspect things, you're going to be a little bit more prepared because you're embodying what the planet is casting the light on you instead of resisting it. So it doesn't mean you need to go to war just because Mars is in Leo, but Think about what Mars likes. Think about what Leo likes. Moving, expression, outward energy, courage. Um, it's just very confident. And if you go with these things, 
It's gonna be so much easier and so much more fun. And most importantly, you're gonna have a great understanding of astrology. But going back to that Mars and Leo and that experience, after you have the experience that it's bringing you, that Mars is casting on all of us right now, then evaluate it. That's the thing you can do personally. That's the micro level of understanding. Evaluate it, pay attention to Mars. Mars and Leo is going to be so easy to pay attention to if you don't let the frustration consume you. Yeah. Yeah, Mars is very much act now, think about it later, but that's kind of good. If you can lean into that self-expression, because that's where Mars and Leo really thrives. And especially self-expressing through the body, that is what Mars and Leo rules over. So like Heather was saying, dancing is a great way to get that energy out. If you like to play sports, it's a good time to do that. You know, go shoot some hoops, <laughs> hit a ball around the yard, whatever it is that you like to do. You could also go for a hike. There's different ways to get moving, but Mars and Leo especially loves to express with the body and to be seen. It's more of a social extroverted expression of exercise. So rather than working out in your house, I mean, that's great if there's no other option, but you know, it's more of like take a jog around the neighborhood in your cutest workout gear. <laughs> it's, it's more about expressing physically and in a way that's being seen by others, that's going to help to kind of feed that Mars in a positive manner. Because when that temper tantrum happens, if it does happen, it's usually because you feel like you're not being seen, you're not being heard. These things are getting bottled up inside of you, so they need to come out and be expressed in a big way. If you can kind of let those come out on the daily or just more frequently, then that will help to prevent that real big explosion of needing to be seen, of needing to be looked at, because that can have weird consequences, like Heather was saying. You know, not everyone is going to love a prideful Mars and Leo outburst. It's going to be very dramatic and over the top and could have lasting consequences as a result. People might need to be apologized to later. And in the moment, you know, that's not what you're thinking of. It's just coming out. So getting in the body, grounding, letting yourself move and self-express, dancing along with your favorite video or song, you know, those are all going to be great ways to tap into this energy. I would also say, too, that it's specific to cardio and, like, metabolism. Mm, it's not yogic. Yeah, no, it's... It's more about getting the heart pumping. You know, Leo rules over the heart, and I think that's more where this energy lies. Yeah, yogic is more Mars in, like, an Earth sign, or... Yeah, or Venus yeah. in yin yoga. Yeah. The other few things as well with this Mars and Leo and how it affects you... Um, with where your Mars is or where your sun is, if your Mars is in a fixed sign and you're a Taurus or an Aquarius or a... Scorpio or a Leo? Yeah. Well, the Leo is going to conjunct. Yeah, that's true. But the Mars, Aquarius, or the Scorpio, Aquarius, and... The Taurus. Other Taurus, yeah. The... That's going to be particularly frustrating, I think, because Mars likes fire. 
it's going to kind of pull from the earth um, the other fixed signs excluding Leo are going to feel a sense of resistance and wanting to resist this energy. And again, this is something you don't want to get too heady about because that's what begins the problem. So when you notice, if you're a fixed sign that's not in Leo, because if, you're, if your Mars is in Leo or your Sun is in Leo or your Moon is in Leo, it's just going to create a conjunction. But for those of you who are being squared right now, the frustration level could be a little bit higher. So when you start to think and get all jumbled is literally when you want to move or run or dance or just make awkward noises or mm. movements with your body because the frustration is... It's not that it's not an it's not that it's an illusion. You're going to feel it and you're going to feel it very real, but again, it's reacting to that frustration that's going to cause problems and could lead to long-term consequences. In general, astrologically, these helper planets, like the ones that move closer to the sun and the ones that, you know, change every month to two months, um, they're the transits that cast an event that makes something kind of quick happen like oh love at first sight or winning the lottery or a car accident or whatever it may be but the long-term effects are going to come from these other planets that are saturn and uranus and pluto um, and they're going to be your planets that carry out what happened after the event so if you express yourself right now just out of frustration it could create an event that has long-term effects from something that, you know, if you think about, you don't necessarily need to. So Mars creates reaction. Leo creates reaction. There's a lot of reactive energy in this. There's also a lot of proactive energy in this. So you really want to pick which one you're going to do because if you go into the reaction mode and burn a bunch of bridges just because you're angry for a couple hours, you know, those friends, you know, the longer term transits are what's going to carry out the event. So like, uh-oh, shouldn't have done that. And now it's too late, um, which is, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work like that every single time by any means. With this particular planet of Mars being in a fire sign, the energy is just going to be a little more reactive, a little more active, a little more expressive. So it's the filter the walls, the um, the energy of like blocks and transactions and thinking about those transactions, they're down right now. Mm. You know, Leos don't, Leos do think before they talk, they are eloquent and can really like, you know, put on the compliments and, and have a good conversation and show you who they are, especially the positive sides of it. But the... Um, when it gets to an energy of being of being unkind or not having that energy received, it's going to create a frustration that is, again, it's not an illusion, but it's nothing to really hold on to because this is just, what's it, 40 days? When is it going to go? Till July 29th. Okay. So that's more than 40 days. That's like 50 or 60. Yeah. yeah. Yep the Aquarius. So if you have a, an Aquarius Mars or Aquarius Sun, that's going to be making that opposition. And with Saturn currently in your sign, that could make you really want to control your body. It could make you want to restrict your movement in some way. And 
that might be a little harder to work through in terms of that self-expression and with the Mars and Leo that we were talking about. It could make you more self-conscious, wanting to make sure your movements are very specific, very certain. So the more that you can get out of your head with that Aquarius placement, the better, which I know can be tricky for Aquarius because they are pretty much in their, in their head and above their head <laughs> most of the time. And then for our cardinal signs, such as Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Initiating. I, yeah. Very initiating. Very much about getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. um, it, it might fizzle out when this progression is over, but I think the cardinal signs are going to get a lot done in a different way than the, the fire signs. Or other fire signs that are feeling this, which definitely are the only Aries, the, the Aries is a cardinal sign in this. But that's energy of the cardinal is so initiating and Mars is initiating. And that, it, it, for, for those of you who are cardinal signs, who have cardinal signs, Mars is, or, or suns, it's not going to necessarily happen with the moon as much. If it's the moon, it's going to be an emotional shift. But an activity, an action is going to take place. Uh, sorry, an initiation and an action that's completely played out is going to take place. So for those of you that are cardinal, pick a project. Yeah. And jump into it. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna have so much fun with that. Something that you want, because this is also about initiating. Because the cardinal signs, this Mars and Leo, is going to initiate the inspirations you have. And if it becomes a fleeting thought and goes away, then you're going to be more prone to the Frustration. So again, for the cardinal signs, having that project to do is really going to help encourage. And again, fun project, fun project, whether it be in your body or a performance or whatever it is you feel like you need to do. The time to see it through is going to be carried out with this Mars and Leo. It's not going to be that normal cardinal energy of like getting half the stuff done or having a bunch of projects lying on your house that don't get finished. After Mars transits into Virgo, actually, the projects are probably going to keep going with the Mars and Virgo. Yeah, that'll give you more focus maybe yeah. on that. But yeah, Mars and Leo is extremely creative and has a lot of energy to work on projects as long as they are joyful. So exactly, don't pick a project that you know you're going to dread. Don't jump into that. Do something that your heart wants to do, that's calling you to do because that's where you're going to have the energy and the passion and the enthusiasm to carry that out. And then for the mutable signs, being Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, if your Sun or Mars is in one of those, this is, I think it's a little more internal. It's less on the, the surface like we were talking about. It can explode to the surface, but a lot of the work here is more internal and about allowing yourself to express honestly inside. I get where you're going with this. Yeah. It is internal, but it's going to end up manifesting on the external. Right. And I think it would be, the reason would be because these mutable signs, other than Sag, they like change. So mutability is like water. If it was an element, it would be water. Water that's moving, water that's changing, or like a, a silly putty. Just something really malleable. So fire, it's not malleable. It's hot and it's burning. So for the 
mutable signs, it might feel a little bit intimidating. Like there's this thing going inside your body that you can't quite figure out and you don't know how to react to it. So in the beginning, it could make you a little more cautious. Mm -hmm. and kind of process this energy of like, why am I feeling this? It's going to make you question your feelings and, and, and ask your body questions because the Mars and Leo is so charged and fiery and the mutable signs, it's not like they're extremely introverted, but they don't often have a straightforward purpose. Yeah, they're more bendable. They go with the flow. And I think that we can probably take Sagittarius a little bit off the table for this because with the Mars and Sun and Sagittarius, there's going to be more of an external focus than with Gemini, Virgo, and Pisces. And the Pisces, I think, would feel really uncomfortable by this. Yeah, Mars, Pisces will... Is your Mars in Pisces? No, my Mars is in Cancer, but okay. it's next to my moon, so I'm constantly feeling Mars yes. all the time. It's exact degree charged up, so I wow. feel Mars, and I love it. I, yeah. But I'm also a Pisces really, really, really close to the Aries, like a day and a degree away. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty tapped into that Aries fire anyway and that Mars energy. Yeah, so those mutable signs, a lot of this is going to happen inside. So allowing yourself to freely express inside and what that could look like is getting really honest with yourself about how you feel, which might be uncomfortable, like Heather was saying, because mutable signs are so go with the flow and they are so absorbent and adaptive around whoever they're around can alter their mood, it can alter the way that they think, the patterns that they're taking on. So a lot of this is going to be about tapping into that ego energy of Mars and Leo. Who am I? How, what do I want? What, how do I feel? And that process is a bit more internal because once you get clearer, then it can manifest externally. And for the, yeah, for the Sagittarian suns and Mars, this will be a, a little less internal. They're more likely to kind of jump into a project, sort of like we were saying about the cardinal signs, because they're so fire already that they are not as unfamiliar with this energy and they are pretty impulsive for a mutable sign. Yeah. I mean, all the mutable signs are, except for Virgo, maybe are fairly impulsive. Yeah. They're not afraid to go with something if they're really feeling it at the time. They can yeah. just as easily forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just realized, I'm almost frustrated and disappointed with myself in this very moment, we didn't mention sex. Oh my god, well, there's time to do that. Yeah. We need to. Mars, yeah. So Mars is about energy, aggression, physical expression, but it is just as much about sex. In a very instinctual way, mm -hmm. too. Very different than Venus. It's, it's that need. It's almost like that need to, like have sex in an instinctual caveman-like way. It's primal. Yes. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, all the other planets and life, like, buries this instinct. But this Mars in Leo, I think, really activates... It activates the heart and it activates the root chakra. Mm. And that instinct and that ancient wisdom that you're a part of, that's not, like, pretty love and light ancient wisdom, but that's, like... I am going through, you know, I'm like in the cave, I'm a hunter. There's even a lot of hunting energy too with, yeah. with Mars. And it's not necessarily like predator prey, but it's like, 
it's there is something sexy about it as long as it's like balanced and you know you get consented upon there's something very very sexy about it but it's also like what happens in the heat of the moment physically what happens sexually in the heat of the moment um and just like that energy of like making eyes at somebody across the room and feeling that intensity and that velocity and that intimate connection in a way that's very, very unfiltered. And a lot of people might feel intimidated by this, but it is something that's going to occur. And if there was a time to go with it and you did want to explore, the time would be now. Yes, Mars and Leo loves desire, both to be desired and to kind of show their desire to others. That feels really good when Mars is in Leo. It's able to express more openly and with maybe a little less self-consciousness. It just kind of comes out. So if your Mars is in a placement where this feels slightly uncomfortable, you can kind of adorn the mask of Mars and Leo over your particular face <laughs> during this yeah. time and go with it, see what happens. And it's a really good time to tap into that primal root chakra energy that Heather was describing and to connect with others in a way that can make you feel desired and seen and appreciated. But one thing I will say is that Mars in Leo can be a little jealous. There's a certain possessiveness there, like, this is mine, this person is mine, um, which could come up, so just be aware of that. that. That could kind of happen without you even realizing it. Yeah, the other person is definitely going to realize it because that, what you're saying, pours out. Like, I've seen yeah. it pour out. If you think about the, the pride of lions, there's one male and then all the female lions. And so there could be some double standards there. I always think of Mars and Leo with that kind of double standards, like, you're all for me, but I want to be, like, looked at by everyone else. Like, no one else can look at you. You know, so just be be a little aware of that because that... That's not really a cool energy to put out. <laughs> there is also a romance to it, too, mm -hmm. you know, because Leos are very romantic oh, and yeah. showy, and this is just going to be charged. So it's also not necessarily the, like, one-time bang that's going to happen. It might actually no. lead to, like, a long-term relationship, yeah. even, because of having the courage to initiate and then bring that, you know, the sex might be good, it might be great, it might not be so good and you might decide you want to learn more about it or try it again, but it could end up actually being long-term. Also, Leos are loyal. Mars is not necessarily loyal, but if it loves you, it will fight to the death for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mars and Leo can be extremely loyal. So if they're devoted to you, they will go down with the ship for you. And, and it protects, right? Mm -hmm. It would be protective. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, they will stand up for both you and themselves. Mars and Leo doesn't let anyone walk on them, typically. And they don't settle. No. High standards. It's very much um, high self-confidence, high self-worth. We're at 31 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's a wrap. That's yeah, that's good. good. Yeah. Share our podcast. Send it to people. We're getting close to 10,000 listeners. Like, kind of close. We're yeah. maybe 2,500 away. Um, so share. We want to keep this going and... We just like love doing this. We have the hang of it now and we want to put it out there so you guys all, all know. 
If you use Apple Podcasts too, if you write a rating and give us a five-star review if you like the podcast, it's one of the fastest ways for other people to see the podcast. So if you do listen on uh, Apple Podcasts or you have access to it, that would be awesome and it would make both of our days and it would make my Mars and Leo smile. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Pisces Rising. To send us a request for a topic or to get a reading with us, you can find us on Instagram at Pisces Rising Podcast. Email us, PiscesRisingPodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Have a magical day.